0: Reese Witherspoon's celebrity giveaway highlights the perils of celebrity charity. Also, a new study shines a light on how Americans feel about the Bible influencing US law. And finally, the Doctor Strange sequel has a new director. We'll tell you who it is. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant relevant daily. Daily. It's Relevant Daily. It's relevant daily. Hey everyone, I'm Tyler Huckabee. Welcome to The Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first, Jesse Carey's gonna tell you why you should be listening to our church leadership podcast called... Each week on Called, leaders, pastors, writers, innovators, and activists like John Eldridge, Julia Veach, Rob Hoskins, Eugene Cho, Rebecca Lyons, N.T. Wright, Darius Daniels, Kim Walker-Smith, Boz Travidian, and a ton of others join us to discuss ways that pastors and leaders can make more of an impact in their congregations and their communities. Not only will you hear about important issues that church leaders deal with every week, like worship and outreach, but also ways that pastors themselves can be more equipped in their personal lives, like talking to John Mark Comer about mental health and soul care, or finding out ways that pastors can better protect their marriages. If you're a ministry or know someone who is, make sure to check out our Church Leadership Podcast call. Here's today's stories. First up, the COVID-19 crisis has set everyone scrambling for a way to pitch in, and that includes celebrities whose attempts have helping have run from awkward to admirable. Reese Witherspoon's boutique fashion line, Draper James, is a particularly interesting case study in just how complicated celebrity philanthropy can be and how the best of intentions can go awry during a pandemic story is pretty straightforward on april 2nd draper james launched what sure sounds like a nice idea since teachers are facing a trying role in the pandemic why not offer them a free dress dresses may not be essential but it's still a nice gift the idea wasn't witherspoons but she liked it so an instagram post went out telling teachers to submit a simple online application to receive their dress valid while supplies last just one problem The post went viral and the application site crashed almost immediately. By the end of the application period, Draper James had about a million applications. The business itself is about five years old and had 250 dresses on hand in six styles. According to Marissa Cooley, who's the senior vice president for brand marketing and creative at Draper James, she said, uh, according to the New York Times, quote, We felt like we moved too quickly and didn't anticipate the volume of the response. We were really overwhelmed. It was way more volume than the company had ever seen. We expected at the single digit thousands. There was a social media uproar and there was an apology email with a 30% off coupon, but the damage to the brand is done. And that damage is amplified by Witherspoon's connection with Draper James. Now, the line between actress and brand is blurry and that's intentional. It's usually a good thing for the brand to be associated with her. People like Reese Witherspoon and they want to shop at her store. But when there's trouble, that means Witherspoon is on the receiving end of the ire, however tangential her involvement. Now, all this adds up to a fiat and it's not a big one. Missing out on a free dress isn't exactly high on the list of life stress right now, especially for teachers who are trying to figure out how to run a Zoom classroom. And we're not uh, talking about the story to try to dunk on Reese Witherspoon. She was trying to do a good thing. That's very commendable. It's not bad. We're not saying she shouldn't have done it. But it does highlight for her and really for all of us, uh, the perils of trying to do a good deed before you've thought through the practical realities. Uh, something for all all of us to consider during a time when people could really use our help we need to make sure that we have all the facts down before we jump in in other news should the bible have any sway over the constitution the document itself doesn't mention Jesus or the Bible, and in fact, specifically forbids any laws respecting an establishment of religion, of course. But according to a new Pew study, about half of Americans think the Bible should have at least some influence in U.S. law, and almost a quarter believe it should have a great deal of influence. Christians are more likely to believe the Bible should influence the law, 68% of whom say it should have at least some influence. That number jumps all the way up to 89% if you're just talking about white evangelical. Catholics, meanwhile, are split almost in half on the question, just like America at large. 51% says the Bible should have some influence and 48% say it should not have much or should have none at all. There's a marked difference among political parties, too. 67% of Republicans say the Bible should have at least some influence over U.S. law, and only 32% of them say it should have little or none. That's almost the complete inverse for Democrats, 66% of whom say the Bible should have little to no influence over U.S. law, and 33% of whom say it should have at least some. The question has a generational contrast, too. 18 to 29-year-old respondents were the most likely to say the Bible should have little or no influence. Only 30% said it should have some. 30 to 49-year-olds were more likely to say for some biblical influence, with 43% saying it should have at least some. And then 50 to 64-year-olds and the 65 and up crowd were far more likely to approve of the Bible having sway over U.S. law. Now, as Pew notes, the more interesting question here maybe is to what degree should the Bible take priority over the will of the people? 28% of Americans believe that the Bible should triumph over the will of the people when it comes to matters of law. Meanwhile, a little less than 20% agree the Bible should have some influence, but the will of the people should ultimately prevail. In other words, the Bible should be involved, but it shouldn't trump actual democracy. Among white evangelicals, seven in 10 say the Bible should triumph over what the people want. So a lot of interesting studies here, and you'll be able to see a lot of this play out, no doubt, in the upcoming election as we move into the general here in the next few weeks. Finally, in some actual Hollywood news, back when superheroes were just weird comics for kids and movies about them were seen as an enormous studio risk, Sam Raimi proved the idea could really work in 2002 with his first Spider-Man movie. It featured a strong cast, memorable special effects for the time, a strong dose of humor, and most importantly, plenty of heart. And that became the blueprint for everything that came later, even as Raimi got back to the horse schlock that he'd really built his career on up to that point. But now Sam is back in the saddle. He's been recruited to direct Benedict Cumberbatch in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, the sequel to 2016's Doctor Strange. That movie was directed by Scott Derrickson, who was slated to helm the follow-up, but eventually parted ways with Marvel Studios over creative differences. Sam Raimi has not directed a movie for the actual MCU yet, but he casts a huge shadow over it, even though the current Spider-Man is several actors removed now from Tobey Maguire. For example, J.K. Simmons has already been brought back into the franchise, as J. Jonah Jameson, the grouchy head of the Daily Bugle, so Raimi ought to feel right at home in more ways than one. Also worth noting that this Doctor Strange movie is rumored to be a little spookier than the average Marvel flick, and given Sam Raimi's experience in horror movies, he's a pretty good fit for that. The movie's still in the early stages of pre-production, but given the fact that everyone involved is self-isolating, it's not like they could really get to work on it soon anyway. So. If you're a fan of the old Spider-Man movies and Sam Raimi, pretty good reason to be excited about this next Doctor Strange entry. To read more about these stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also, for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant, on Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. You can subscribe to our other podcast there. We are here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily.